Mount Aleph, we've got you covered on 99.7 FM. Feel good music. We have on the line Zimkita Matlingwana. Uh, Zimkita is uh, Oartambo District Municipality. She's head. She's from the Oartambo District Municipality. She's head of communications. And she's uh, on the line to tell us about the flood-affected areas in P- Port St. John's, PSJ. Hi, Zimkita. How are you doing this afternoon? Good afternoon, Nati, and good afternoon to the listeners. Zimkita, maybe take us through the damage that, that's been caused by the floods. The preliminary report indicates that um, about 1,000 households in and around Port St. John's have been uh, affected. Mm. Uh, some of the people that uh, were left homeless after those ter- torrential rains are accommodated at the Port St. John's Youth Center. And they provision in terms of hot meals, blankets, and mattresses. Today, we are expecting the president of the country to arrive any moment from now here in Port St. John's because he is uh, coming to witness the aftermath of those uh, floods. Remember, yeah. Unati, I mean, Nati, rather, this is the second time in no uh, less than three months that we are experiencing uh, this disaster. Just uh, about a month ago, we had a similar situation in Coffee Bay. And while we are still trying to put together our recovery efforts, it strikes again here in Port St. John's. All right. Um, how many people have been affected, Zimkita? Um, how many people have been affected or displaced and what type of help is needed? Um, uh, we need any kind of intervention that we can get from uh, non-governmental organizations. Uh, already there are businesses that have come forward to provide assistance and support the efforts that are being made to feed the people, more than 500 people that are accommodated in the Port St. John's Youth Centre. Mm. We also uh, received the gift of the givers yesterday that's been uh, working together with SASA and social development to make sure that the people that are there are safe. Um, there are also uh, damages to infrastructure. Mm. I must indicate that about 18 bridges uh, between Ward 1 and Ward 12 have been damaged. Uh, those damages have resulted to 38 schools being inaccessible. That means uh, young children and teachers cannot attend uh, a tuition this week. But the Department of Education, working closely with the Department of Transport, are uh, continuing with the assessment so that there can be recommendations as to what needs to happen so that they don't end up missing a lot of uh, school time. And the Oartambo District Municipality was in a state of disaster since February, right? Because of heavy rains. Indeed, yes. So, uh, so, so, the, yeah, yeah. Before, before you answer, I just want to ask, what plans does the district have in place in, you know, in case something of a similar event takes place? We have been forced to make sure that whenever the South African Weather Services issues a level two warning, we dispatch our disaster and risk management teams so that they are ready to respond in cases of eventuality. Mm. Uh, But sometimes uh, those level two warnings do not end up in a disastrous situation like the one we have experienced recently. Uh, What is even shocking is that the the rains that uh, caused massive destructions in this part of the area Mm. only rained for about two hours. Mm. So it tells you that there is, a, uh, there is a need to rope in scientists and other experts 
Mm. We're going to advise us further as to what we need to put together to be ready because we can see that we are a disaster-prone district. Mm. But what we are doing uh, as part of our coordinating efforts is to rope in sector departments so that whenever there is a similar situation, the Department of Human Settlements, uh, the Department of Health, as well as the Department of Education, which are the departments that are usually the key departments that need to activate responses are always closely working with us. So we have a joint operations committee that is always on standby so that in cases like these, we activate that system okay. for sector departments to respond where they need to respond. I hear you. So so we have these people, uh, Zimkita, who have been displaced, uh, who have just watched their homes collapse in front of their eyes. Where, where are now those people housed? They are housed at the Port St. John's Youth Centre. They are the group that is being fed hot meals uh, by that multi-stakeholder intervention that is currently taking place. Okay. The, the, the Minister of Human Settlements is here in Port St. John's. Okay. Uh, as part of the presidential visit, she might uh, indicate as to what are the short-term, medium and long-term interventions uh, to try to assist those who have completely lost they are their houses so that there can be interventions in that case. It's just devastating. It's just such a devastating loss. So outside of the president and uh, the home affairs official that you speak of, are we seeing any traditional leadership on the ground also lending a hand, uh, trying to help those affected or displaced? Traditional leadership is also at the forefront of uh, assisting. There are also engagement mm. with the traditional leadership of this area because we are uh, seeing that the people that are always hard hit are those who are in low-lying areas. Mm. So there are engagements between the Department of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs and the traditional leadership so that there can be land that is set aside uh, where we need to relocate some of the members of the community to high-lying areas. But those engagements are ongoing because some of the uh, submissions from the members of the communities that where they are currently residing is close to town. So where we might need to relocate them might be far from town. Mm. However, we need to strike a balance of them uh, saving their lives as well as uh, their livelihoods. So those engagements are ongoing so that the interests of the community are met as well as the protection of life is also uh, considered in this matter. I must also indicate that it, uh, there are four people that have lost their lives in this current disaster. Mm-hmm. Two people from Inguza Hill local municipality and another two from KFD local municipality. This is something that we don't want to, uh, to experience in such situations. So that's why we are engaging the members of the community so that we can agree on solutions, long-term solutions that are going to save the lives and also save the infrastructure. I know a lot of people are hoping for those long-term permanent solutions from uh, the president uh, this afternoon because they are saying they are tired of government promises. Well, yes, uh, there are interventions that are being made. The recent uh, disaster, uh, the one from last year here in Port St. John, there are roads that we were busy fixing. But unfortunately... And no one really uh, knows how the weather is going to mess up yeah. that infrastructure. Currently, there's about five roads that were already fixed from the previous disaster, which have uh, been uh, uh, damaged once again. Mm. So while we are trying as government to intervene, 
the the weather patterns are also doing their own thing on the other side. Hence, I'm saying it is very imperative for us as government to engage uh, the people that have the know-how that are going to advise us, especially the disaster and risk management center, as to how we need to prepare, as well as development of um, uh, building materials that are going to be conducive to the or, or be able to to be sustainable in the new environment that we're experiencing. All right, Zimkita, thank you so much for your time and all the best uh, with trying to assist. In fact, before you leave, how can those who would like to lend a hand reach out? Uh, they can contact the Oartamo Disaster and Risk Management Center on 047-501-6494. That number again is 047-501-6494. All right. Simkita, thank you so much for your time and all the best with uh, assisting those affected pick up the pieces. Eh? It must be a tough job. Thank you so much, Nati. All right, that's Zimkita Matlingwane. She's head of communications at OR Tambo District Municipality, telling us about the flood-affected areas in the Eastern Cape, particularly Port St. John's. Pella Mission, we've got you covered on 94.3 FM. Feel good music.